Okay, so we are uh, to a happy occasion today. Aside for being Ervyantiv, today we finish a, another parak in. Uh, oh. So Baruch Hashem. Yesterday was Daf Tzadik Dalid. Today is Tzadik. Hey, we'll do a review of yesterday's Daf to get to today's. We are learning for Shalem for Das Basranya for Imi Bastvara for Michal Aviva Bas Yudis and all else who need it. And with that, we're going to start off on the bottom. Our review on the bottom of Tzadik Elam Base at the Gemara. Gemara asks the question, what exactly is the Machlokas in the Mishnah? The Mishnah had talked about case of four wives, husband dies, and we said that there's a priority, the first one switched to the second, second to the third, third to the fourth. Tanakama says the fourth one does not need to swear to anybody because she's last on the list. There's got to be some, you know, silver lining to being at the bottom of the barrel. And, um, and Benana says, no, to me, just because she's last, she doesn't have to swear, she also has to swear. So the Shadows, is, what are they arguing about? So Shmuel says that we're talking about a case where we're concerned, or it might, might have happened is, is that sometimes a guy might be, uh, has property, but some of that property he's not rightfully the owner of. And uh, so let's say, for instance, wife number three, she took a piece of land that she thought was owned by her husband. He, he was using it as if it was his. Turns out it's stolen. If it's stolen, so then it's going to be eventually taken away from her. Meantime, wife number four took land without having to swear, and she's already in possession. And now, wife number three is going to want to know that wife number four is entitled to what she's holding, and that's why she needs to swear now. In order to say something like this, you're going to have to assume, Tanakama would say that even if somebody collects out of order, you take it away and give it back to the person who's first in line if it turns out that the person ahead of them got something that's not rightfully theirs. Masha gava, lo gava. That's what you're going to have to say. Uh, if a second there, meaning a later creditor, cannot jump the line ever. That's really the sheet of the Tanakama. And Benadis is of the opinion that, no, the person later in line could grab what they grab and they would and be entitled to it. And therefore, we need to, to protect any of the other ones just in case something like that might happen. And that's why she also needs to swear. That's the Machlokas. Rav Nachman said the name of Rabbi answer we're talking about over here. Everybody agrees that the collection is not going to be a good collection. Um, if you went out of order. The case over here is, if wife number four knows that, so she's motivated to know that she, after all, she knows that she's going to be here for a short time. It's only a matter of time till they catch her, till they find out, till the law catches up and gives back the land of number three to the rightful owner. And then the number three is going to have to come and take it away from her. So how is she going to treat it? What kind of steward is she going to be on the property that she's taking advantage of? She's going to be a terrible steward. She's going to take everything and milk it for all it's worth because she knows that it's only a matter of time before it's taken away from her. That's the issue. And that's what the Machlokas is. Are we worried about Shema Taksev or not? That's the Shita. That's Rav Nachman's take. Okay. Uh, last chance to eat out of a sukkah. <laughs> okay. okay. You want to take advantage. All right. And the whole day, the whole day. The whole day, all day. Okay. Um, next, um, Abaye says that the Machlokas between Tanakama and Benanis is in the Shaila, the position of Abaye Kishish. Abaye Kishish says that uh, 
that uh, uh, this halacha that you need to swear to orphans is not only is orphans that are adults. Orphans that are children, of course, you have to swear to. But even though they're adults, they still need to be uh, taken oath. And that's the shaila. Tanakam doesn't hold of a bayikshisha, therefore, there's no reason for the fourth wife to swear. And according to Rabbananas, who holds the bayikshisha, you need to swear to the orphans always, even if they're adult orphans, that they can fend for themselves and they are aware and knowledgeable of things. Okay. That's the... That's Bai's answer. Then... Um, and that is the three shatim in what they're arguing. Comes along Rafuna, he says that there are two brothers, or, or two, he says Allah, interesting Allah. Let's say you have two brothers that own something together, or two partners, and uh, there's somebody who has an issue with the, with, uh, with the state that they're sharing, or with the partnership, and one of them is representing. So the assumption is that the other one cannot say, like who are, you're not you don't represent me you only represent yourself and therefore what you uh, what what you lost the case that's uh, that's that's for your half that's not for my half my half I'll take him to court about my half separately okay that's the discussion so he's like no he's doing his mess he's like a messenger a representative of the of the partnership that's what the that's what Rafuna says comes along the Shiloh came to Rav Nachman in Surah. And they asked this this case, and he said, "I have a nice riot to this halacha, a nice riot from our Mishnah, because we saw that when that the first wife swears to who to wife to wife number two, second wife swears to wife number three, wife number three swearing to wife number four. We don't find that wife number one is what what? Why do they have to swear?" That they didn't have, they didn't take the, they didn't take uh, the ksuva early. More than They arrived. She didn't, right. and she didn't dip into her ksuva. She's and therefore she's she entitled to take the full amount. Right. So therefore, but why is she only swearing to wife number two? She doesn't have to swear to wife number three and her wife number four. The answer is because wife number two is representing all the ones who are behind her, and that's good enough for us. So you see this idea of representation. So that's what Rabbi Nachman thought was nice raya. Mar says, actually, it's not such a good riot. The reason why is because a shvua is a shvua is a shvua. It doesn't matter if you swear to one person, you swear to another person. It's an oath. So shvua l'echer is a shvua l'meya. So it's irrelevant. There's no difference. It's just a matter of taking an oath. Who cares who's the one who you're taking the oath to or in front of? It's in court. So uh, as opposed to over here, uh, maybe there is a valid claim that the, the guy says, that, what do you mean? If I was in court, I would have uh, claimed something else. I would have said this. I would have said, you know, so you don't represent me. So, um, and the end, that is a valid claim. It's a valid issue. However, it only works if you're out of town, you aren't there. But if you were in town and you decided not to show up, well, then that person's representative. Because if you really have issues with how he represents the partnership, then you should have showed up in court. And then you would have defended yourself and said something. So, you know, that's it. Um, it again, it only works when you're out of town. Takes us to the next thing. We have a case of two stories. Came out same date. Now, uh, what do you do? So, like a star of a sale, I sold you. Well, right. So this guy sold the same house to, to two people. Same date, same everything. So now these two people bought the land, bought the house. Who's the owner of the house? They have identical stories. The answer is. The hour. Rav says, no, 
No, you know, Rav says we split. They split it down the middle. We're talking about we, we don't have ours. Okay, Rav says he split it. Shmuel says we let the judge determine who he really meant to give it to. Okay? Or sell it to. So we thought, first thought that maybe the machlok is between Rav and Shmuel. It's whether you hold like Rameyer holds Edichsi and in signatures there is no indication of time, and therefore we, we're gonna, we have to split it. And uh, Shmuel says, no, this goes by the Mesira. Mesira is alive, and therefore we could determine when the transfer happened, um, when the document passed hands and went from <coughs> you know, buyer to, you know, seller to buyer, and that's when the uh, transaction was affected, and that's the one who's going to be the true owner. So the Gemara says, not necessarily true. It could be everybody holds in the Mesira card, like Rabbi Lazar. And Rav says that the, still the best solution is a chalukah, and Shmuel says no, the best because we still don't know. And uh, Shmuel says no, the best solution is to try and determine the more accurate one is trying to determine who is he probably trying to not mess up, who is he a better friend with, who is he trying less likely, to, you know, that's that that's what the that's what the judge is trying to figure out. That's a more fair, more more likely to be an accurate ruling. By 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 chalukah, you for sure off by fifty percent. Okay. That's because uh, it's really the sale was only to one of them. Now the question is, um, can you say the Rav holds like Rabbi Lazar? Because Rav Yud is saying that Rav the Allah is like Rabbi Lazar only by Kitin, and, uh, and Shmuel says no, it's also by Shtaris, which implies that Rav holds not by Shtaris only by Kitin. So really, the better answer is like we first said that Rav holds like Rabbi Meir, Shmuel is like Rabbi Lazar, and that's the difference. So now we had to ask the question: We have two Shtaris coming the same day. And the Allah is Chokin. So it seems like a disproof to Shmuel, who says that if we don't split, we go by the judge's assessment. So Shmuel says, um, no, maybe that quote is, is Rameir's opinion who, say, who, who holds that way. But I hold the Rabbi Lazar. And that's why Shudit Tadayin is a better solution. If it's Rameir, so then why does it say afterwards that if he wrote to one and then handed off to the other, the one who he handed off to is acquiring if it's from mayor, it's always the Eidichzim. It doesn't go by the handoff. It goes by the signatures when it was signed. Um, so the signature itself. So the Gemara says it's Machlokas Tanoim. Chachamim say is the solution. And there's another source that says that Masa Yirza Shlish Yasset. So basically, the, the sheet of Chalukah is, is, a, is, a, is a sheet amongst Tanoim that that's who Rav's going like, and the sheet of it's an earlier argument that I'm taking the other side that it's Shuddha Dedayin is the right thing. Now, what happened? It's interesting, and it's, uh, this is the areas of Dini, the Allah follows Shmuel over Rav in this case. The rule is, general rule is, is Rav Vishmuel, so the Allah is like Rav Bisuri, the Allah like Shmuel Bidini. We figure, it, we consider it, it more uh, in, in monetary law. The Shmuel's right. Okay. Anyway, sure enough. Because he's more stringent. No, nothing to do with stringent. It's just uh, in, that's a general principle. Um, we just consider him just sharper in that area of law. That's all it is. Okay. So the halacha is like Shmuel. Anyway, sure, what happened is, is that there was an interesting case. The mother of Rami Barchama wrote off, wrote a, donated or gifted her property to. Rami Barcham in the morning, and then she, and then that afternoon she gifted her property in a document to Marukva Barchama, her other son. And uh, so Rami Barchama came before of Sheshes, and he says, and he gave it to him the property. And Marukva came before of Nachman, and Rav Nachman gave it to him. 
So if Shesha goes to Rav Nachman, like, why are you giving it to Marukvai, not to Rami? So he says, well, why did you do what you did? So he says, what do you mean? That she gifted it first in the morning, she gifted it to Rami. So that's first is first. So he says, what are you talking about? We're, we're not in Yerushalayim that we take hours into account. We look at the date. The date is the same. So it doesn't matter. Um, so, so then, okay, fine. I understand why I, you know, we're not in Yerushalayim. We don't pay, pay attention to that. But why did you give it to, to Marukva? So he said, because everyone knows that Marukva was her favorite son. Okay? <laughs> she favored Marukva over Rami. I did a shoot at the tiny. So Rav Shesha says, well, I also did a Shudu Dedaini. So he says, first of all, Shudu Dedaini, this is Rav Nachman responding to Rav Shesha, Shudu Dedaini requires a proper judge. I'm a certified judge, because Rav Nachman had permission, special authority to judge, which Rav Shesha did not. So in that sense, my ruling should be more of a proper Shudu Dedaini, as well as the fact that you, Rav, um, are coming in at... Uh, as a, as, as a, your first claim was that you gave it to him not because you thought she liked Rami better, but because she gifted it to him first. You weren't saying, now you're switching reasonings. Eh, it's, not, it's not true. Okay. And that was what carried the day. Yeah. The thing I understand about this is why... <laughs> Did she die right after the second gifting? Or why don't we go back and ask her? Who did you really give it to? Or is she losing it? Is she having yeah. a rebuttal? Is she... I don't have the rest of the story. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. The case doesn't make sense. Well, it could be she died. It could be. Um, we don't know. So she's like incapacitated and she didn't remember from the morning to the evening? Well, no. It, it, they were both written the same day, but the one who it handed it to, we have no way of knowing. So she had one written in the morning, the other one written in the afternoon, but the proper, the one that she handed first is the one who's the real Kenyan. Maybe she just felt bad and she didn't want to say it. We're not assuming that she lost it. That was not anybody's claim. Mm-hmm. We're assuming that she um, she didn't want to, you know, the guy to feel better in her lifetime, you know. She sure went to somebody, right? Right, she just didn't want... She didn't want... She didn't want the other son to feel bad, so she gave it to him also, but, like, she really... You know... Anyway, that's the story. Again, you guys got a cash on the mice, that's all. I can't tell No, as far as I know... It's just to bring out the point about, you know, how we... That hours are important, and we look at the right, judge's right. opinion, and that's the whole point. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so that's the point, and it's the judge's uh, um, prerogative. Prerogative, prerogative, right? This is it's, it's that's his, right. right? That's really what it is. Anyway, it took us to the last case, a very interesting scenario. Okay, so you have two, two stories gifting the same property or get granting the same property, and um, and um, and this uh, basically on the same field of sale of the same field. One of them's dated five Nissan. The other one's dated Nissan without the date, without the number. And um, and uh, the guy first, so 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 came before Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef gave it to the one who has the date five, because Nissan could be any day Nissan. So it was it was the five is for sure five. it's understood the year that it Yeah, they wrote the year. They wrote the year. It could be a year later, maybe. No, no, it wrote what year it was. Obviously, the sixth here is because the same. It's talking about the same month, but it's without the day of the month. 
One of them, it said the day of the month, the other one just said the month. So therefore, we, it could be the 29th, and therefore the 5 is, is granted, because it's for sure 5. The, the, 20, the other one might be later, and uh, therefore it's being gifted to the one with 5. What happened? Um, so the one with the, who says that, okay, at least give me an ability to, I, you know, look what, that it was taken away from me. And since the land was taken away from me, I'm entitled to, the, I bought this land with Achrayas, I'm able to go back to the, to the seller and mm-hmm. get my money back. And he says, well, not so easy because, uh, uh, you know, maybe yours was first and then you would be entitled to it. So basically he's being squeezed from both sides. So he answered that the only solution for this guy is to ask a request from the guy who has the other star of the five who's being granted the land to give me permission to claim on his behalf. And then when I go back, I can say, well, even if you want to say that really I should get this land, so I'm coming for the guy number on, on day five. Otherwise, you know, I'm coming from both, I'm coming with both claims in front of, in front of you to say that I'm entitled to my land, to the money, money back, back either for him or for myself. And therefore, uh, therefore, he's definitely guaranteed it. And that is where we left off yesterday. And we'll take it from here.